Welcome to CarePod, a safe place to educate, inspire, and renew the caregiver. Listen in with our host, Dr. Kipley Bell, as she interviews different experts along the caregiving journey. So today's a really special day. I'm releasing this uh, episode of the CarePod. That's an interview with the woman who birthed me and crafted my career, uh, my mother, Gloria Bell, who now is at the end stages of her life, her last last chapter at 88, um, walking the journey of vascular dementia, but very much still present for the most part, engaged with us as a family, uh, still giving me teachable moments to carry with me as I care give to her and as a professional. Today, I release this episode as a special memento to myself as well as a gift to myself to remind both my mother and I that love conquers all, truly. Today, a year ago, my mother had a traumatic fall, broke her leg, uh, could have had many complications as a result, um, but did not, came through the surgery successfully, had intense physical and occupational therapy, intense care and motivation at home. And it really just speaks to the power of love, of family, of being an empowered and educated caregiver, and is the core to the why behind impactful caregiving. So listen in. So this is a really, 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 really special podcast interview that I am doing with my mama. I'm so honored to be the child of Gloria Bell. And I wanted the world to meet the woman behind impactful caregiving, the woman who taught me what impactful caregiving is and looks like, how to care for patients at bedside, how to interact with families, how to give care with your whole heart. And now I carry out her legacy. She is 88 years old, and today marks the year anniversary of a very traumatic fall that she had, uh, which was a very difficult time for our whole family. And to be here standing, to have my mother a few days before Thanksgiving, to see that she's ambulatory, that she's cognitively able in her own space and time, that she recognizes her child, she knows her grandchildren, she knows the love that surrounds her is so special. So join me in welcoming Gloria Bell. Hello, Mother. Hi. How are you today? Very good, thank you. So I just wanted to thank you for joining me here at the CarePod. And this is an audience of people that come to listen and be inspired around caregiving for patients, caregiving for their parents, their loved ones. And I wanted them to meet the one who gave me birth 
who taught me how to care for patients, to have a heart for people. And uh, so I welcome you here today with me. Thank you. So tell me, you recognize this picture? Yes. Who, who is this woman? This woman is me, Gloria. Okay. And tell me about that time in your life. Well, the time in my life was good. I took care of patients and everything. Okay, so tell me about your nursing career. What made you want to go into nursing? I went into nursing because I care. And what has been the greatest gift that your nursing career has given you? I really don't know. When you say that you have given care to people, have you been have you found a lot of purpose and fulfillment in being able to care for people as a nurse? Yes. Yes. And tell me about the time of me growing up and you choosing home care nursing over uh, midwifery. Tell me about that choice. Well, I worked in midwifery because of you. It was good delivering babies and stuff like that. Okay. And you said you chose midwifery because of me in terms of having to care for me? Yes. The flexibility that it gave you? Yes. Okay. And so were you in home care, were you doing home care nursing before midwifery? Yes. Okay. So you took care of older people, you're primarily home care nursing and then went into midwifery? Yes. Okay. And um, do you remember Mr. Albert? Yes. So tell me about... Distinctly. <laughs> tell me about Mr. Albert. Oh, Mr. Albert is something else. Tell me about him. Well, I had to take him for walks and stuff like that, but he loved to eat. Okay. <laughs> he did love to eat, right? He loved to eat. Mm -hmm. So for our audience purposes, my mom raised me as a single mother. And I recall growing up that she took care of Mr. Albert DaCosta. And Mr. Albert lived till he was 97 and he had dementia. And my mother uh, took care of him during those, those years. And so me attending with her during home care uh, visits, I was able to witness really then what dementia looked like, so many things, interactions with families, how my mom was able to de-escalate Mr. Albert over time. Do you remember when Mr. Albert would, his dementia would have him really upset and aggravated and you were able to calm him down? Yes, I took him for walks and stuff like that. And remember, he would say, pack the olives, pack the olives. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. Yes. So do you know what the significance of today is? No. So today uh, is a year. It's been a year since you had had a traumatic fall. Oh, okay. Since you fell. And I just wanted to tell you how much I love you and how much your strength and determination as a mother has shaped me as a human being and how proud I am of you because I know it hasn't been easy and you continue to persevere, not only raising me, 
but you persevered during a very difficult year for both of us. And I know it hasn't been easy and I'm just very proud of you. They were prepared for me to put you in a wheelchair and to be bed bound. And here you are walking and standing and engaged and here with me near Thanksgiving. So I just wanted to thank you for being my mother and to tell you how much I love you and how much you shaped my career path and have taught me how to care for people. So do you know that I appreciate you? Yes. Do I get, I love you too. Do I get on your nerves? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, how how do I care for you? Do you find it to be difficult? Me being your caregiver now is that is that difficult for you to handle? Sometimes. In what ways? Well, I'm getting showered and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting trained and walking. Mm -hmm. The walking is the best part. Mm -hmm. That you're able to walk on your own now? Yes. Have you had difficulty adjusting to having to be more dependent on me than you were as a younger woman? No, not really. Because you're good to me. Okay. And... What's the legacy that you would like to, to give to your grandchildren? Mm. That I love them and you love them and Jamie loves them. And what would, what gift, what would you want to say to them that you would want to carry, you know, for them to carry with them in their lives? Mm. To be good and kind to others. Mm -hmm. And what else? Mm. And to be there for you. And what else? That's all. <laughs> and remember you taught me to always listen to the patient, take care of the patient, right? Not to worry about any of the politics of medicine or staff yes. interactions yes. or any of those things, right? Yes. And you also taught me that, you know, God would always guide my hand. And so yes. I pass that on to my children as well and your grandchildren. Okay. <laughs> so what are you looking for uh, this Thanksgiving? I'm thankful for Jamie, your husband, and my grandchildren and everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of people listening that really prayed for us and surrounded us with care and helped us. Uh, when mm -hmm. you had your fall. So we want to thank them as well for being our village, right? And supporting mm -hmm. us. Yes. Is there anything uh, that you would say to the new nurse today? What would you say to the clinician entering medicine today? What would be your advice? Take care of them. Take care of the patients and to be good to herself. Okay to take breaks, to be kind to one another, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what would you say to families that are fearful or people getting older that are concerned that they may be a burden to their families or may feel overwhelmed or fearful? 
what would be your advice to them? Well, I'd tell them not to worry and to be kind to each other. And what is your desire today? What what occupies your days? What do you most look forward to? I look forward to my grandchildren and to Jamie and you and all the help you have given me. And what else? That's so. <laughs> <laughs> Any favorite dishes or meals that you like to pass on to your uh, family around Thanksgiving? Any recipes you'd like to share? Macaroni and cheese. Okay, so what's your what's your trick? What's your trick to have the best macaroni and cheese? The cheese. Okay, yeah, you always told me put more cheese in macaroni, right? Yeah. At all different kind of cheeses. So that's that's the right hand trick. So circling back, I don't so you came to this country from Antigua and did home care nursing and not midwifery or you came and did midwifery? And I I did home care nursing and some midwifery. Okay. And then the midwifery gave you more flexibility when you had divorce and you were raising me by yourself? Yes. Okay. And then uh, you took care of Mr. Albert for a good, what, 10 years of my life, right? Yeah. Roughly. Um, and you used to come you used to come there and sit quietly and walk him and everything. Yes, I remember. I learned a lot. Now looking back at that time, that was a crucial time. Like I didn't realize mm -hmm. those early seeds were being sown watching you do private duty nursing and take care of him and interact with his family and learning caregiver roles and de-escalating conflict or his dementia uh, behaviors, etc. So that really helped shape how I care for families and guide my interaction today. So I wanted everybody to meet the woman who has crafted my career and who prays for me at night and gives me advice and has set the example for how one should consider impactful caregiving. So I love you very much and I thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Any any final tips or words you'd like to share before we go? No, I love you. I love Jamie and children, the grandchildren especially. Okay, and uh, for my audience, uh, anything you'd like to share with anyone listening in? Yeah, be kind to everyone and do the best you can when you can. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much for popping in today. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. So my interview wasn't as fruitful as I wanted it to be, yet I'm so glad I did it. I mean, the heroics behind what I needed to do uh, to get mom camera ready, you know, um, but I'm, I'm really thankful for many reasons. As you know, as a caregiver, every moment counts, every opportunity to create a memory. And also I'm big on giving your loved one their roses while they're alive. And I definitely have no 
regrets, doubts, guilt around any of that. I've completely honored my mother and continue to do so. But I also don't know if I've ever really said beyond the Hallmark card, beyond flowers, beyond dinner, beyond, you know, celebrations, birthdays, the like. I don't know if I've ever looked in my mother's eyes and said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the mother that you've been, that I know that this is not easy, that you have always cared for me and crafted my life and been my anchor. And now for me to be that to you, I know isn't the easiest of roads. I know that she recognizes uh, the ways in which she has had to be more dependent. Uh, she has vascular dementia. So she's cognitively astute, but yet not fully present at times, which is hard. And nevertheless, I found some of her answers to be interesting, uh, specifically the one around how do you feel? You know, how do you feel now at this age and stage of life with the clock, you know, coming full circle, right? With me now honoring you, you know, has that been an adjustment? And I found it interesting that she was like, no, no, it's not an adjustment. You're good to me. <laughs> Which speaks to, you know, the caregiver journey, right? That oftentimes the loved ones that we are caring for and honoring aren't feeling the life stressors, the time management, the juggling of balls, the exasperation, the frustration, the inner grief, honestly, of uh, letting go and accepting the loved one that you have in front of you versus what you've known them to be. So I felt that to be particularly poignant, even if you look at my reaction, because I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> uh, the love that she has for her grandchildren, the fact that I prayed, I prayed for her to know children of my own so that they could know the love that I have known. And I think that's the greatest gift that my mother has given me is that she has given me the gift of love of love for others, of having a heart for people, of self-respect in healthcare, of mutual collegial respect, respect for hierarchy, uh, being teachable, being a teacher, being a thought leader, you know, learning, continually learning. So those lessons I reflect on today. I also give my own self a pat on the back because in hindsight, this year was tremendous. It was a trauma, an unexpected event where she fell and broke her femur, had to have a major surgery. And I looked at the surgeon and I said, don't treat this leg like it's an 87 year old leg. You give it all you can. And so to now be here on the other side, to be able to just thank God for the knowledge, for the impactful caregiving, for the seeds that were planted for me as a child, to recognize the importance of communicating your fears, for being open, for being vulnerable, 
uh, for asking questions, for advocating for your loved one, both respecting that on each side of the table, respecting that when I'm looking into eyes of patients I serve and respecting that when I may be on the other side or when my loved ones are. So thankful, 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 grateful, thankful, blessed. And I just wanted to share my mother with you, share her heart, and thank you also as we approach our near 50th episode of The Care Pod uh, for listening in. Great information right from the source. For more information on how to care give like a boss, check out impactfulcaregiving.com. Want to be a guest on the show? Contact us at carepod at impactfulcaregiving.com.